listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. Tonight, taking your questions live on fasting and prayer. Um, We've had a lot of um, questions come in already. I wanted to just take a broadcast. I thought of this earlier today that I haven't really given you time to ask questions, and we're here still at the beginning of the fast, so I thought it would be a great night for people to ask their questions, get clarification on uh, things they need to know, and um, if you were confused about anything, I've answered a couple things via uh, DM and through our super phone text messages, but um, I want to give you a chance to ask questions live, and then I'm also going to answer a lot of the frequently asked questions that we get as we are... Uh, traveling in revivals uh, from our partners, things that come in online all the time. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people have the exact same questions. So we're going to hit that. Um, Again, we'll do it normal style. You don't have to email me. Just put them in the comments. I'm going to take your questions uh, one by one. We'll answer as many as possible in the session tonight because it's important. The Bible says people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. And if you don't have proper knowledge of God's word, it's detrimental to you. So I want to, uh, I want to do that tonight. So we're going to take this hour we're going to take questions and you can just start putting them in the comments section and, uh, we will pause and answer each one. And I will, um, answer some of these questions as well. If you don't have this, this is the complete guide to biblical fasting. Um, and this is, you need to get this in your library. No question about it. Um, it's going to answer all the questions that you have. It's going to help you. Um, as people are putting their questions in, let me, let me, all, let me hit this one first. Um, I put it in the book. How should I begin my fast? This is what I wrote in the book. I never end up actually doing, uh, this though. Dr. Otto Butchinger, um, who was a German physician studied fasting for, a lot of his life documented the beneficial effects of fasting on diseases. He suggested that before you start fasting, you should take a fruit day, um, which is the last thing left in your body is fruit and the fibers of fruit, which causes less decay than other food residues. I've never had a fruit day in my entire life, let alone on the last day of a fast. I treat it. I treat the last day of a fast a lot of times like I'm on death row and it's my final meal. Uh, We did the same again this year. And so I've never done the fruit day, but apparently for your insides, it is a lot better to do the fruit day. So maybe one day I'll try it in the future. I don't know when, but um, I also think the way you end your fast is much more important than the way you begin your fast because you can mess yourself up if you don't end it properly. So we've got some questions in the comments section. Um, I think you need to scroll back up just a little bit because I think Obinna asked the first question. Um, how can I fast effectively at a job that requires me to interact with colleagues almost all day? feels like I'm not properly engaging in the fast. No, you're engaging in the fast. It's that you just have to make sure that somewhere throughout your day, you are taking time to pray and read the word of God. So if you've got to get up earlier, read your reading plan for the day, read the word of God, and make sure that somewhere in your day, Obena, you have um, at least an hour of prayer. Press in. Whether that's on your lunch break, as soon as you get home, before you leave for work, whatever it is that you do, make sure you get your Bible reading in, make sure you get your prayer time in. But interacting with people um, really doesn't have anything to do with fasting or prayer. You have to work your job. You've got to do what you're doing to take care of your family and make money. So that really won't take you out of the fast. It's just more about ensuring that you uh, are praying and reading the word of God as you fast. Um, Ben Jerome asked, would you discourage a 21-day fast with water only? I wouldn't discourage it. No, I I absolutely would not discourage it. What I would say, though, Ben, is if you feel, because if you're working any kind of of intensive job or whatever, um, you'll have nothing going into your body. You'll have no calories. You'll have no strength whatsoever entering your body. 
And so if you're talking about water only, even water with no electrolytes, water with nothing, I'm, I'm telling you, it saps your strength to do water only. So you just have to be prepared for that ahead of time. And um, I will also say this, if you do a water only fast, especially for that long, 21 days, you have to be much more careful how you end the fast than people that have been drinking juices and broths and, you know, uh, whatever, you know, coffee and, and all that, cream, whatever. Uh, you have to be much more careful. And you need to be especially careful if you find, and not, I'm not saying this to be gross, I'm saying this for your own health. If you have found your, that you're not going to the bathroom anymore. If you're not going to the bathroom anymore, and you're in that place where your digestive system has totally shut down, you need to be very, very careful um, with how you uh, come off of the fast. And so the guideline is this. If you need to write this down, everybody that's listening, write this down. If you're doing one of those extreme fasts where it's water only, uh, even if you're doing liquids, think of it this way. For every seven days that you fast, you need to take a full day to reintroduce yourself to food. So for us, we're doing 21 days, and if you're doing water only, I would highly, highly suggest that you would spend three days reintroducing food into your system. And the way that you do it is this, and this is very important information, everybody, so please write this down. Please keep this with you. When you start reintroducing food to yourself, the first things need to be like salads. You need to have just like lettuce, uh, maybe some cucumbers, things like that. Maybe some tomatoes, just very light, light foods, uh, fibrous foods like that. Don't start with red meat. Whatever you do, do not eat a steak. Do not eat a hamburger. Don't go that route. Don't hurt yourself. Um, even meat itself should not be introduced first. And I'm talking especially if you're doing water only and you've noticed your, your digestive system has shut down. Do not come off and go eat a hoagie or go eat a hamburger or go eat a steak or whatever. It's going to hurt you. Trust me when I tell you, it's going to hurt you. Um, so begin with like lettuce, some salad, stuff that's really light on your stomach. Until you see your digestive system picking up again, have some bananas, maybe something like that. Um, just reintroduce it slowly. Cucumbers, tomatoes, some uh, lettuce, some light salad dressing, whatever. Don't do a bunch of spicy stuff and mess your stomach up. And then reintroduce other things. Maybe have um, a small amount of pasta. Maybe cook some penne pasta and do a small amount of pasta and come off easy for your stomach. Don't go into red meats or things like that until the final uh, day. When you get your digestive system working again, and uh, one thing you'll find that does happen is your appetite comes back. You're ravenous. You're not before, but like right after you eat a little something and your digestive system kicks in again, you get ravenous. And then you're like, man, I got to eat everything under the sun. Don't do it. Resist the urge to do it because you'll hurt your stomach. Your stomach has shrunk during this time. I mean, it's this size when you're eating all the time. It's the size of your fist. So when you haven't eaten for 21 days, your stomach has shrunk your metabolism's down, your digestive system's down, and so you need to be very careful how you reintroduce food. So, Ben, I would not discourage you uh, from doing it, but I would say take extra care of your body if you're going to do that. Uh, Vera said, I had a combo with someone about this. Can you have a fruit smoothie during the fast? I think no, because it's just blended fruit. You can, <laughs> you can do, you could blend a number one combo from McDonald's with the Diet Coke in the blender if you wanted to. It's not the best thing to do. And um, again, I understand that everybody's participating at different levels. I'm not trying to be legalistic, but uh, I think that when you start putting like an entire, and when you're talking about a juicer, like to where you're getting all of the fiber and the nutrients and the pulp and everything's coming out, it's the full fruit just going into a glass in liquid form. Um, you know, you're on the line of like, you know, just just if you're pounding like five of those a day, you need, you need to just be careful. You know, there's the only time that I'll drink something heavier where I'm like going to like a naked juice or something like that is if I'm in a revival preaching twice a day. And if I'm like giving it everything I got in the morning and giving everything I got at night and laying hands on hundreds of people, I may have a, a, a naked juice or something like that one of those pure juices or, or something where it's it's a little bit thicker, but 
um, I'm not eating food, but you know, I go in there to, to minister to people and for three hours, it takes it out of you. So I understand that for people, you may be working a heavy job or you need something of a little bit more substance. Um, you know, I, I don't want, I'm not trying to be the fast police and like, well, let me, what are you drinking? You know, you've got the insured drink and you're drinking lead, but just, you know, you're trying to deny your flesh. You're trying to deny your flesh. So I would keep it as simple as possible. And I personally do not do fruit smoothies uh, like, you know, juicing, like you get the whole fruit. You're basically eating a whole apple and an orange, but just in liquid form. Um, so no, I, I don't do that. Uh, Cynthia says, it's my first time doing a liquid fast. I work in a gym and constantly lifting weights. Any suggestions, please? Um, what I would say to you is if if you are forced, so this this brings up one of my questions within the book, which is, um, should I exercise during my fast? My short answer to that is no, you should not exercise during your fast. I know that people don't want to lose their gains. I know they've built it up all year long and they've gotten to a place where they've got their muscle tone where they want and all that. I would not do it. If you truly want to fast and, and be in a part of the 21 day fast, um, the more you work out, the more calories are expended, the more calories are expended, the more hungry you're going to be. And the more you do, the hungry you're going to be. So you're working against your time of fasting by working out. Now, if you work at a gym and you're just, you know, looking over other people that are working out, obviously that's fine, but I would not stay on your heavy workout routine if you're doing the total fast. Now, if you're only doing six to six, it's another story because you got a meal every night. So if you're going to eat your meal and replenish your protein and do all that stuff, and it's more of an intermittent fast for you, then uh, that's a different story. But if you're doing 21 days liquid only, then I would not work out. My cousin did that one time, uh, not Jonathan, but a cousin on the other side of the family. And he was, um, he was, we were in the middle of a camp meeting at our church and this guy didn't tell anybody he was doing a, a, a water fast and then he decides he's going to run a marathon. So he runs a full marathon, comes back that night and he's one of the camera operators up on the camera. And as he's doing the camera under the hot TV lights, he gets lightheaded from running the marathon because all he's had is water and passes out up on the camera platform, falls off and into the pews. Thank God he was okay. He didn't like injure himself like that. But don't do that. You know, don't overexert yourself when you're supposed to be pulling away to go seek the face of God. And, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't recommend that you do it. It's just, it makes it harder to fast. And this is our goal for 21 days. Now, I'm not saying this is Cynthia, but I wrote in here something. Um, there's people that won't fast. Let me say this. There are people that refuse to fast because of their workout regimen. No, I work too hard on my body. I work out. You know, I'm, I've got supplements. I've got a routine. I'm, I'm building a certain muscle tone. I write in this book, let me be very straightforward. If you refuse to engage in fasting and prayer because you don't want to interrupt your workout routine, exercise has become your God. You're more concerned about how your body looks than obeying the word of God. And this is the exact opposite attitude we must have to fast and pray. If you can't pause your workout regimen for three, seven, 10, or 21 days to seek the Lord, it's taken control of your life and become an idol to you. Now, I'm not saying that's Cynthia's case. She works in a gym, but this is why I don't recommend that people uh, work out while they're fasting because it wears your body down further and you've got no energy to pull from anyway. You've got no energy to pull from. You're just going to get hungrier and hungrier. So I hope that helps you, um, Cynthia. Footprints of a Shepherd asks, what is the best way to press in when you're praying and fasting? Is it by removing food and do just liquid? Well, that is what fasting is, footprints of a shepherd. It's removing food. All biblical fasting is removing food. There's no one in the Bible that fasted social media. There's nobody in the Bible that fasted TV or texting people. There's nobody in the Bible that fasted video games or streaming shows. All fasting, according to God, is denying yourself food. That's what every person in the Bible who fasted did. And so, yes, that's how, that is how we fast. That's, that's why I wrote this. I didn't call this book a complete guide to fasting. I put biblical fasting because in the world, there's many different types of fasts. You know what I mean? So there's people fasting carbs, people fasting sugar, people, you know, all different kinds of stuff. But biblical fasting is not eating food. 
In fact, the word in the Hebrew means to cover your mouth. The word in the Greek means to be empty, to be empty, um, nestea. So it's, it's important to understand that. Yes, do just liquid and then pray and get into God's word every day. Battle Act 777. Is it okay if you eat one meal a day for a fast? Yes. Those are the people that are doing the six to six fast. We're doing more what the Bible would call sun up to sundown, uh, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., um, and then having a meal at night. That's a biblical fast. It's in the scripture. And so um, that is okay to have one meal a day on the fast if you're doing six to six, just like they did in the book of Judges and other places. Lennox said, Sandy and I ate uh, fruit at 5 a.m. in the morning of the fast. I ate everything until then. I get it. I totally get it. So did I. AJ, I was reading about this today. It takes a bit for your gut to accumulate minerals necessary for digestion, which is why drinking electrolytes during the fast is really beneficial. Absolutely. Drink electrolytes every day. I put it... um, in our Facebook group, uh, what, what did I, when did I do that? This morning? I put it in there this morning um, that I recommend something like AG1, which is a multivitamin plus the minerals that you need, plus the pro and prebiotics the, for your gut health, plus an electrolyte pack, plus when you drink coffee. If you can get off onto something like stevia or monk fruit for your coffee and your sweetener, you'll be doing so much better than doing... Uh, refined sugars and processed stuff. It's terrible for you. Sucralose and aspartame, it is bad. And so if you can get rid of it, it's good to do. I've not fully gotten rid of it. I go in and out every now and then, um, but it is good. It is good to do it. Um, So if you can, grab electrolytes. And listen, there's great, there's a lot of great companies. We use um, Dr. Eric Berg's from his store online. Um, That's B-E-R-G, Berg, Eric Berg, who's a doctor and he has his own online store. I've used his electrolytes a lot. Another good one is the Redmond Relight Electrolytes. That's a great company. They do salts as well. They're they're excavating salt and preparing it for electrolytes and other supplements. Excellent company. So make sure you get something good and take it every day. Uh, Benjamin, are you fasting fluids only for the 21 days? Yes, I am. Only fluids for 21 days. That's all we're having. Um, question, Sharon says, I am in reasonably good health and I'm not on any medications. How can I prepare my body for a lengthy water-only fast of seven days or more? Well, you may want to start like weaning yourself, Sharon, off of, off of uh, foods as you're going towards the water-only. Maybe you want to go to where you cut some vet, your, your meats and stuff out of the diet, cut the carbs out. And go to something like, and I, I'm talking about refined carbs, breads, pastas, potatoes, rice, and go more towards like just have some salads, some uh, things like that. Prep your body that way. Hit that for a few days. Maybe do some like lean chicken or turkey with salad only and do that a couple times a day for a few days and then jump into the water only fast. Um, you'll It'll hit you a lot less hard. If you've not been pounding processed foods, if you've not been pounding a lot of red meat and things like that, so you could kind of wean yourself off of off of that. Maybe go to one meal a day before you, and I'm talking about that pared down, you know, lettuce and chicken or something once a day before you go into the water fast. Then watch it'll 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 be a lot easier than if you do it the other way. Julie says, do the brat diet the first day: banana, rice, applesauce, and toast. No butter. It'll help the digestion come back as normal as possible. This is from personal experience. I've never heard of the brat diet. Banana rice, applesauce, and toast. I'm guessing you're not putting them all on the same piece of toast. That sounds gross. But if you do, more power to you, Julie. Brat diet, I'll keep it in mind, I've never heard of it. As I'm fasting, Kenneth M. said, how do I overcome the urge to chug Coca-Cola asking for a friend? Thank you for taking care of your friends. It's a wonderful thing you're doing. Um, how do I resist the urge to chug Coca-Cola? Maybe go and grab uh, some of the Zevia Coca-Colas. Zevia makes every different flavor of soda under the sun, from Mountain Dew to Dr. Pepper to Creamy Root Beer to Cream Soda to Sprite to Coke to Cherry Coke to uh, Black Cherry, uh, Orange Grape. Can I have one of those? Uh, can you bring me one? Uh, or Lily or somebody, can you bring me one to the table in the can? So I want to show it. If you've not had one of these before, 
Uh, you can give me the grape one or whatever one you got there is fine. It's actually what I'm drinking in the mug. I got the creamy root beer going tonight. The reason that I'm um, pushing this is because there's only like four ingredients in Zevia. Thank you very much. Here's the black cherry. Thank you. Here's the grape. This is the, the Zevia product. I really love these. Um, grape is my absolute favorite, followed by, I think, creamy root beer. Black cherry's good. Dr. Zevia, because they got a Dr. Pepper one. But these, you can get them on Amazon. There's only a few, a few um, and plus their, their non-GMO project. There's only carbonated water, natural flavors, citric acid, and stevia leaf extract. That's it. That's all that's in there. And it tastes very good, but it's sweetened with stevia. So if you like Coca-Cola, get the Zevia Colas or the Cherry Colas or whatever and get off of the other stuff and it'll help you a lot. And that way, you know, you're not feeling like you're destroying your body. Goodbye. In the middle of the fast, but excellent. Jessica says, I'm doing liquids only. Is it normal to have headaches? Probably what you're experiencing, Jessica, um, unless you've not cut it out, is uh, caffeine deficiency or sugar deficiency is, is most likely what you are are dealing with. So I'm not sure. Um, but there are people that respond and say, yeah, I've, I have that, especially when people go on water only because most people don't know how addicted they are to sugar and caffeine. So keep, stick it out. It'll, it'll help you. Jonathan says, would an acai bowl, smoothie bowl that contains granola, peanut butter, and fruit be acceptable? After six o'clock, it would. Not during the fast because that's food and we're not eating food. Morgan Foles says, don't worry, Mr. Shuttlesworth. These gains could never be lost. And Morgan knows what she's talking about. So I won't disagree. Tyler, I have a company dinner at a steakhouse during the fast. Should I go and not eat or just skip it altogether? Depends on your level of strength, my friend. If you can sit at a steakhouse and smell that wonderful steak. Now, here's the deal. Is this some kind of business deal? Is this something you need to be at? Is this something that's going to determine promotions at your job? Um, because I would just uh, maybe explain to your boss and your coworkers that, um, you know, I'm in a place right now where I'm doing, you could even say I'm, I'm doing a cleanse because you're cleansing yourself, you know, do whatever. I'm not eating right now, but I really want to be a part of the company dinner. And if you can do that, um, or the other thing, I mean, I don't know what you're doing, Tyler, if you are uh, doing 21 days, just liquid only, um, you know, there's the option if you want to do six to six. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what your, what the plan is with that, but um, go be led by your spirit. You know, I, I said this in the book, there will never be a convenient time to fast. There's always going to be birthday parties. There's always going to be company dinners. There's always going to be holidays. There's always going to be something to kick you out of your fasting time. And so I'm encouraging you be led by the spirit and stick with it. If you told God you were going to do it, if you vowed to God, I'm going to join in on this 21 day fast, then do it. It's better to pay your vows to God. And if you're strong enough, I've done it many times, sit there. Hang with everybody. Have some drinks, not alcoholic drinks. Have some drinks and uh, and just just chill with everybody and be a part of the company dinner. And don't eat steak. Jennifer says, how do you manage your strength while working two job? Um, I would say, Jennifer, the best thing you could do is make sure you're doing some sort of a multivitamin like Athletic Greens, AG1, or something else, plus drink your electrolytes. Um, make sure that you're staying hydrated, plenty of hydration. You guys should be shooting for two to three liters of water every day with electrolytes. So throw some lemon juice in there as well, lime juice, add, add a little bit of salt. It helps you. Trust me. It, if, even if it's not an electrolyte packet, add a, if you have Himalayan salt, if you have something, add something in there that's going to add electrolytes back to your body. Because what can happen to people, and they don't know this, you can drink too much water with nothing and it washes all the electrolytes out of your body every time you urinate and then you get weaker. So, and it's not wrong if you're working those jobs, it's not wrong. You know, we're on liquids. So don't feel bad if you need a coffee. Don't feel bad if you need some juice. Don't feel bad. Just drink your liquids, do your work and we're not eating food. It's enough of a crucifixion of the flesh to not eat food. Trust me, when you get to the end of this fast and you've lost 20, I mean, we're only like, what, this is the fourth day. I'm down seven and a half pounds in four days. It's a crucifixion to the flesh. Trust me on that one. So I talked to Ralph. He's down like five or, or more pounds, five and a half pounds. It's, it's, it's cutting out your flesh, literally. 
So, I mean, it's enough of a crucifixion. Don't feel bad because you need juice or coffee or something because you're working two jobs. Just do it and keep on pushing. Brandon said, I'm construction worker do, doing liquid only fast 21 days, supplementing with 500 calories, 30 grams of protein in a protein drink form. Am I being safe? Yeah, you should be fine. Drink electrolytes, Brando. Uh, drink water and electrolytes along with that stuff. Um, you can have coffee. You can have juice. You can do that. Do that. It's, it's, it's very helpful. It's very helpful. Mary said, if you're doing 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., can you eat more than one meal a day? Yeah, I mean, after 6 p.m., you can eat what you want. You're fasting from sunup to sundown. After sundown, you can do what you want to do. But from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., you're pressing in. You're, you're pushing away the plate. And, and, I, and, and let me just say this, and, and I, I do mean it. If you're doing the 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., do your very best to try to do water only. Because if you're eating meals, and as, as she's saying, if you're eating multiple meals at night or whatever, um, do your very best to spend that six hours water only. Just press into God. You know, truly really crucify the flesh. Dan, what if a doctor has said no electrolytes? I've never heard of that before. I mean, I've never heard a doctor say no electrolytes. I don't know why a doctor would want you to become dehydrated. That doesn't make any sense to me. Anybody that I've ever listened to or watched has heavily. In fact, we don't normally get enough electrolytes. So I don't know why any doctor, I mean, if you could write it in the comments, um, was that Dan or Don? Dan, if you could write in the, in the comments why, if there's something that you have um, about your body that he doesn't want you to have, I've never heard of any of that before. Leslie, is it normal to throw up? Um, to my knowledge... No. Have you ever been nauseous? You've been nauseous on the fast? Mm -hmm. Tiff, have you been nauseous on the fast? Yeah, it depends on like what I had before. Like, you know, like withdrawing from sugar. Okay. So it could be, Leslie, like the, the girls here are saying that it could be like a, a withdrawal from uh, caffeine or sugar or something like that. I've never been to the place on a fast where I was nauseous from fasting. Um, so, so I don't know, but... They say they've had nausea on their fast before. So it may be more normal for some and then others may not experience it. I, I've not. Just like when people do keto, I've never experienced what they call the keto flu. I've never had that once in, in all the time starting that, you know, going into it. I've never had to break through the three days of keto flu. That's never hit me. So I know everybody's different. And so I'm not saying it's, it's not happened to people. It's just not happened to me. Daryl. Pinder said, caffeine headaches are terrible. That's why I recommend start slacking off a week or two before the fast. True. If you're doing water only. Uh, what did they say about stevia? Go back up. Stevia is some crazy stuff because became if you drink too much, it can restrict blood vessel. It can affect fertility. Uh, I would like you to provide John Lancer. Can you help me with that? Can you send me some literature on that? Because every piece of literature I've read on stevia has found no negative side effects. Um at all. It doesn't even have a, 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 an effect on your glycemic index. Not at all. So I would really, I would like to see that, um, John, if you could help me by sending a link or something in the comments to that kind of literature. I've never heard that before, ever. Uh, John said he used to work for a health food company, but I've just, I've never seen that literature anywhere. Leah said, this is my first time participating in the 21-day fast. I'm only doing breakfast to dinner. How would it make sense to switch to just fluids if I felt led by the Holy Spirit? And what if I make the switch and then feel like I can't commit? Great question, Leah. Really great question. Um, let me answer it by doing this. Um, because it's kind of under the same, it's kind of under the same um, category. Um, I put the question in like the book like this. What if I mess up on my fast? Can I restart? I would answer you the same way. If you feel like you want to transition from six to six, then into liquids only, and then you're like, okay, I need to go back to six to six, then just do that. You know, what ends up happening to people is they feel like they've failed God and they're like, oh, I messed the fast up. I'll try again next year. Don't do that. If you mess up a day, jump right back on the fast the next day. Don't, don't be like, well, I messed up on this 21 days. I'll go the next. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Just start again. Now, I'm not saying this so you'll go off the fast and go to, you know, Burger King tonight. 
But there are people that, you know, they fall in the flesh. They eat something like, oh, man, I screwed it up and I'll try again. No, no, no. Just keep on going and press in and tell the Lord, I'm not, I'm going to press in. I'm not going to do that again. And then just keep going. Just keep on going. Uh, because remember, it's not just the fasting. It's about the prayer and fasting. It's God seeing that you're approaching him by faith, that you want to have what he has prepared for you. So I would say the same thing to you. If you switch over to liquids only from six to six, and then you feel like, oh, I can't finish out the fast liquids only, go back to six to six, but keep on doing it. Keep on doing it. Tiffany said, unfortunately, there's some sickness in my house. I've prayed. I haven't seen a manifest, a manifest healing yet. How can I keep this from affecting my fast? I'm having some pretty bad headaches, but I'm not sure if it's from the fast or the sickness. I just keep pushing. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Plenty of water, plenty of electrolytes. Stay hydrated. Keep praying. And then, the, you know, I would just keep going. You know, there's other people that are saying, well, you know, I've had headaches during the fast. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Sometimes it is, a lot of people have them from the fast. I've re- I wrote it in the book. It's because our body's detoxing. That's the other thing. Our body is detoxing. There are so many built up toxins and chemicals in our body from all of the preserved preservatives and the processed foods we eat. And this is a time where the body's being cleaned out. It's being totally cleaned out. So it's important that you keep pressing in and, uh, and, and don't, don't allow yourself to uh, miss out on what God has for you. Beverly class had water and squeezed lemon. Good. It's good for you. Kirby said, what if you're underage and your parents tell you not to fast? I'm a Sunday school teacher asking for them. Um, Children should not be fasting. Children should not fast. Children should eat and and their bodies are still in development. Pregnant pregnant women should not fast. Um, And children should definitely not fast. Now, if you're an elderly person and you're making decisions, I'm going to fast. I'm going after it. You know, when Pastor Adeboye and those overseas, when they do their fast and they go, you know, 21 days or 30 days, the people that they exempt from their fasts are children, pregnant women, and people over 70 years old. But if you're over 70 years old and you want to press in, you want to fast, then do it. But children should not fast and pregnant women should not fast. Absolutely not. Lynn asks, I heard you say that during the fast, we shouldn't spend time on social media. Part of my work is connecting with people and a bulk of that is done online. I mean, like an hour daily. I feel conflicted. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about mindlessly scrolling as a distraction versus and letting that take up your time versus the time you should spend reading God's word and praying. So, I mean, if you're, if you're working, you're doing your job, you're doing your work. What I'm speaking about is mindless distractions that keep us out of God's presence when we should be in God's presence. You should be fine, Lynn. Beverly said, lost nine pounds. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, Yeah, that's true. Could be leftover acid. Love said, I'm a stay-at-home parent. The hardest part I run into during the fast is getting breakfast, lunch ready for the kids. I feel you. I made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the kids today. And, um, I'm just telling you, I don't even eat peanut butter and jelly normally, but it's like, just looking at it. You're like, my God, I could tear up a peanut butter and jelly. Um, footprints of a shepherd is vanilla protein shakes. Okay. I mean, it's kind of, you know, you're, you're kind of at that point, you know, the, the one, I think it was, who's it? Brand Brando or Brandon said, I'm working construction all day long and I'm doing a 500 calorie protein shake to just get through the day. You know, if it's what you have to do to get through the day, to keep on working your job and then still giving God your time, do what you got to do, um, you know, to, to, uh, to get through and to, to give your time to God. God sees that you're pressing in. He sees that you're seeking his face. So, you know, truly, if you look at the Bible, when people fasted and prayed, they would come away from everything else they were doing. They'd come away and they would seek the fa- Jesus went into the wilderness he was not out laying hands on a thousand people and work. He was in the wilderness fasting and praying. Anne says, should my teenager who's 16 fast, six to six to be specific? Yes, especially if they feel to. You know, when you're 16, you're not a child. Just because you're under 18 and the government says you're underage, you're not a kid anymore. I mean, you're not, it's not like you're five and your your body, you know, you may still have some growing to do or whatever, but 
you know, I was fasting at 16, 17 years old and six to six. Absolutely. Because you're still getting, you're still getting nutrients every single night. Kirby, should you stop going to the gym during the fast? Yes. Yes, you should rip gains, rip all the gains. Um, <laughs> Tim Finlayson, my resting heart rate is 120 to 150 during the first three days leaves on the fourth day. That's an interesting thing. I have never, uh, never heard of that before. Your heart rate gets faster when you're not eating. Very interesting. Never heard of that. And then it goes away on the fourth day. That's wild. Jennifer Filbert says, I still go to the gym. Don't stop life enhancements. Go for it. I mean, if you feel like you can do it, my, my recommendation is to not going to the gym because what happens, Jennifer, is most people are doing everything they can. They're using all of their self-willpower and, and their self-control just to stay on the fast and not eat food, period. If you are also adding workouts and exercises to that on top, you're not just not eating calories. Now you're burning extra calories out of your body, which is going to make you hungrier and it's going to make you more tired during a fast, which is going to make it more likely that you break the fast. That's why, that's why I recommend people stop doing their workouts during the time of fasting and prayer because it, it, it works against you. Now, if you can do it, more power to you. Go for it. If you can continue your normal workout routines and do all the things that you're doing without eating any food for 21 days, you're a superwoman. Do it. If you can do it, do it. But I recommend most people don't do that. Now, it's a whole different story, again, if you are going 6 to 6. If you're doing 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., and, and Jen, Jen says that she has a lifestyle of fasting, and I'm guessing that means that you do intermittent fasting as a lifestyle. So if you are already doing intermittent uh, fasting as a lifestyle, um, there's people that don't eat except for, that you know, they do OMAD, one meal a day, and they wait until dinner every day to eat. There's a lot of people that do that. They've gotten big into the OMAD lifestyle, and uh, they only eat dinner, and they fast and have black coffee or tea and sparkling water throughout the whole day. So that's fine. I mean, if that's what you're doing anyway, and if you can do it, go for it. Go for it. Um, interesting, Cassidy. Now, Cassidy would know this. She said dehydration equals elevated heart rate. Didn't know that. So it could be that, Tim, that you're not properly hydrated during the first three days of the fast, uh, and you need to hydrate more, and you need to drink more electrolytes during the first three days of the fast. I did not know that. I did not know that. Um, is drinking milk okay? It's a liquid. It's a liquid. I wouldn't be pounding like two, you know, like those those gallon jugs. But you know, if you have some milk, it's a liquid. We're doing liquids only. No, it's not anxiety. Good evening, Michael. Jen Jennifer does intermittent fasting three days a week. Understood. Understood. Thanks, Cassidy. I, you know, that's an interesting point. I did not know that. That's why I did put in the book. It's very important for people to hydrate properly and drink two to three liters of water a day, especially depending on your body mass. But um, a lot of people aren't doing that even when they're not fasting, which is very interesting. Um, you know, it's it's um, it's so vital because it affects everything in your body. Celsius is fine, Nick. It's, it's, I mean, I think Alex is drink, drinking those, but I don't know if he's still drinking them on the fast. Maybe I think Carolyn has them Celsius. They drink those, um, you know, Red Bull <laughs> it's, it's liquid. Um, love the Lord seven said, can you give the Bible reference when they did the sunrise to sunset fast? I absolutely can do that. Um, I, in, in this book, by the way, I, um, I included, and that's why I called it a complete guide, I included every length fast found in the Bible. Um, and so I'll go to that chapter. It's chapter, and on page 73, it's chapter number six, how long should I fast and pray? And then it talks about the biblical fasts by length. The first one is sunrise to sunset. 
Um, the first time that we see that, Judges chapter 20 and verse 26. The Bible says, Then all the people of Israel, the whole army, went up and came to Bethel and wept. And they sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until evening and burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Then again, in 2 Samuel chapter 1, uh, verse 12, David's men also fasted until sunset when they heard the terrible news about David's son dying. And then in 1 Samuel 14, Saul commanded his army not to eat before evening until the Philistines were defeated. Um, and so there are multiple times in the Bible, there's three that I just gave you, where they did uh, fasting until sunset, sun up to sundown. And so that's seen three times in the Bible. We also, we also see 24-hour fasts in the Bible. We also see three-day fasts in the Bible, seven-day fasts in the Bible. Four day, 14 days, I would not say that, they, that Paul was actually fasting on that ship. Um, I would say that the men didn't eat because they were so afraid they were going to die. I, I don't think they were religiously fasting. Um, and then a 40-day fast is seen in the Scripture. Um, did I miss did I miss any um up above? Pure water, somebody wrote. Helps cleanse your body. Yeah, it'll cleanse your body, but you better put some electrolytes in because <laughs> it will cleanse your body of all electrolytes too, if you're drinking three liters of water a day. Um, Tojo Adams said, that's what he said. And then somebody asked, uh, Ozobina. What electrolyte packs can we pick up from our local store? You can go to a GNC and they've got, or a Walmart, um, GNC is going to probably have better products, but they have all different brands of uh, electrolytes that you can do, packs. Uh, I ran out of my Dr. Berg's, ran and grabbed a, a um, I put it in the Facebook group, a brand called Ghost that makes supplements for uh, that kind of stuff and working out. And uh, they had a cherry limeade flavor that was from Sonic. Uh, the fast food place Sonic, you know how you can order a cherry limeade? They have the cherry limeade flavor electrolytes. And so I've been using those with AG1 every day. And I think I think it tastes good. Carolyn thinks it tastes horrible. So to each his own. Um, did I, what about carnation instant breakfast mixed with milk? I don't even know what carnation instant breakfast is. Do you, Tiff? Yeah, I think the powder packs, but it's like a protein-like vitamin. Oh, I guess it's fine then. I mean, if it's liquid by the time you're done, you should be, you know, it's like I'm, I'm drinking AG1, which is like, uh, you know, it's multivitamin greens. It's actual, you know, they have an expiration date. You have to either keep them in the fridge or get packets. So with electrolytes, but so, I mean, if you're drinking it, then you should be, you should be all right. Again, I don't want to be the fasting police for like what type of liquids, but I mean, if you're go out, don't go out and get chocolate milkshakes. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you use the, use your own um, discernment. Michael Figueroa said, "Is taking communion during a fast breaking the fast, or is it considered a spiritual food?" I don't think it's breaking the fast, unless you're like, "Lord, anoint this loaf of Italian bread and this Welch's grape juice bottle," you know, unless it's one of those types of deals. But if you're truly just taking, you know, the Lord's Supper during fasting and prayer, you're not breaking the fast. It is a spiritual thing. It's commanded by Christ, and I recommend that you do it. Do you know? Uh, Smith Wigglesworth took communion every day of his life. And so I would, I would say do it. Beverly said Whole Foods has electrolyte packs with low sodium and no sugar and flavored stevia for $1. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. Um, Daryl Pinder said, what is the name of your book, please? It's called A Complete Guide to Biblical Fasting. It's on Amazon, no matter where you're at. Um, it's on Kindle. It's on Apple Books, or you can get it from our store. Um... Let the wafer dissolve on your tongue, and it's it's like it's not like eating at all. Interesting. Um, not gonna lie, it seems like before I used to be able to fast like crazy, and now I can barely do it 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sonic is biblical. Thank you, Morgan. I appreciate that. Is it normal to have difficulty sleeping? Now, I will tell you this, Vicky. That's one thing I do experience. It's not that I don't get good sleep. It's that my body does not require as much sleep on a fast as it does um, when I'm eating. And I don't know if that's because my digestive system is not at work. And so it's not using up or tiring out my body. 
You know how when you eat and you eat heavy, um, you know, you get sleepy after you eat heavy, especially carbohydrates. When you're on a fast, and I even find this when I'm doing keto, like I don't get tired like that. And then I have like all kinds of extra energy once we get into the fast. And, and that, that might be an anomaly to me. Some people may feel tired through the whole thing, but I, I feel like extra energy. It's hard for me to go to sleep. Not that I'm like restless or up or anything, but like I'll get ideas and my, my spirit's popping. And then I'll, I'll wake up plenty of time before my alarm. I think today I, w- I woke up like an hour and a half before my alarm because it's just like, I don't need the same amount of sleep. There's like an energy that's flowing in my body when I fast and pray. So, um, I wouldn't call it difficulty sleeping. I would just call it that the necessity for as much sleep I don't find. So maybe that's what you're seeing as well. And we're going to pray. Juan said, father-in-law is battling, battling cancer. Doctor says he can die at any time. I believe God can heal him and give him a new, new organs. How can I build my faith to be sure that he wants to do it? To be sure that who wants to do it? That God does, God wants your father-in-law to be healed. Um, I don't know if it means that your father-in-law wanting him to want to live instead of just go to heaven or, or whatever, but best thing you can do is read the word of God, pray in the Holy ghost and listen to preaching and teaching on healing. It'll build your faith. And I'll pray as well at the end of this broadcast. Um, Sharon said, I think that the men on the ship with the Apostle Paul were fasting because they may have been seasick uh, due to the roughness of the sea they were sailing. No, the Bible does say they didn't eat for 14 days. But what I wrote in the book was, I don't call that an actual fast because first, they were not Christians. These were pagan men. As you read the story, you'll find that out. And secondly, um, most commentaries don't believe that they were doing any kind of religious fasting, that they were just working nonstop with the ship so that it wouldn't sink and be destroyed by the storm. So it's like they didn't even take time to eat because they were just constantly working. Like you said, may have been seasick, may have just been full of anxiety and fear that they were going to die in the storm. So, um, as I wrote here, Paul, Paul was not fasting during that 14 days and the men were not eating. So I don't believe it was a, a religious fast of any means. By any means, that's what I that's what I put in the book, and that's what most commentaries say as well. Um, because as as you see at the end of it, they they tell Paul to pray to his God, pray to your God. It's not their God; it's his. You can have V eight juice, drink that V eight juice. My dad loves that. Loves V eight juice. I don't drink that tomato juice, man. I can't even the smell of it. I can't get with. Um, bless. Bless Yvonne says, or bless Ivan, most of those electrolytes have natural flavors that may include the cancer-causing chemical BHA. So just look on the back and make sure there's no BHA. Um, <laughs> I'm tired, but I get all juiced up praying with everyone and I can't sleep from excitement. I understand the feeling. I totally understand the feeling. Um, Francine asked the question, what do you say when taking communion? Do we repeat scripture or do we just pray or what? Uh, if I'm leading others in, in taking communion, for example, at the church or in revival, a lot of times I will simply recount the story of either what Jesus did at the Last Supper or what the Apostle Paul said to the, church, the Corinthian church, and then we'll just thank the Lord for his blood that was shed for us. We'll thank the Lord for his body that was broken for us and all that he's done through redemption, and then we receive it in memory or, or in remembrance of what he's done for us. And so it's, uh, you know, you can simply thank God uh, for sending Jesus and thank Jesus for uh, allowing his body to be broken, his blood to be shed. And then just take it. Um, Letty said the same thing. I woke up before my alarm. Leah asked the question, when doing fluids only, does the feeling of hunger eventually go away or are you just always hungry the whole 21 days? My, My feeling of hunger goes away. Like today, today being the fourth day, I've not had any hunger today whatsoever. Not any. And I'm just, I'm I'm simply drinking um, one coffee in the morning I'm drinking some, um, of course, my electrolytes and AG1, like I said, and a little you know, juice throughout the day or something. I may have a juice. I think I had one. Yeah, I had one juice today. I had to think about it for a second. I had one juice today. And so 
you know, the hunger subsides. Your hunger will go away unless you're eating it every night at six, then it won't ever go away. You'll be hungry all through the day until six o'clock. And so, yes, good question. Um, let's see, am I missing one here? Hey, Pastor Ted, first time doing a 21 day liquid only fast. How do you break when it's time? I heard you can shock your digestive system. You better believe it. You absolutely can shock your digestive system. Let me just read this to you uh, quickly because it is important to properly end your fast. I explained a little bit at the beginning, um, but I'll just read it. Um, let me just read how I wrote it. Um, during the re-entry time, start by drinking fresh fruit juices. Now, if you're already doing that, then you don't have to do it. These is especially for people that are doing water only. Start by fresh fruit juices. After that, begin to eat the fruit itself as well as milk and yogurt. Next, you may introduce salads and vegetables. Finally, as you reintroduce protein, it's best done with cheese, eggs, and nuts, adding fish and meat last of all, especially red meat. Um, I will say one year I went off the 21-day fast with smash burgers, American cheese, double burgers, mac sauce, crushed it, bacon. I will never do it again. I will never do it. I wrote this book and still did that, and I will never do it again. I was like, I'm stronger than that. My digestive system's stronger than that. Spoiler alert. It was not. And <laughs> I needed prayer. I needed a lot of prayer. Um, so make sure you do it like that. It'll help you a lot. Um, <laughs> scroll up a little. Did I miss any questions, Tim? I'm going to take a few more before we pray. Um, Holly Mason, I'm pressing in for more touch from the Holy Spirit during this fast. I can feel when the Holy Spirit comes over my body, but I have not spoken in other tongues. I listened to the live yesterday about carnal nature, but I'm giving God my all and I don't know what else to do. Do you have any suggestions or verses to study in regard to this? Um, I will say this, Holly, uh, I would, one of the things, cause we see it in the Bible, I would have your pastor. I mean, if you're going to a spirit filled church, have your pastor lay hands on you. And, you know, release the gift of the Holy Spirit. Paul laid his hands on the new believers. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter and John, Acts chapter 8, uh, laid hands on the new believers. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. So we can see that as a pattern in the scripture. Um, and then just continue to thank God that he's given you the Holy Spirit and ask him for the evidence of speaking in other tongues and God will honor your faith. Ben says, what juice do you drink? I drink pressed juices. Um, help me, Tiff. Pure, pure green Juices, and then what's the one we buy from the store that we have in all the offices and stuff? Evolution. Is that what it's called? Evolution juices? I think it's, yeah, Starbucks sells those or whatever. But those are kind of the kind of juices that I, I like citrusy juices, so I like the pineapple, orange kind of stuff, so I end up drinking that. Naked Green Machine. I've had that before. I've had that before. Um, yeah. Mary Sue said, I got on late. What about the naked juice drinks like Mighty Mango? Naked juices are thicker. They're more of a, a fruit smoothie. And I, I personally, and I know it's liquid. I personally don't drink those specifically unless I'm in like a revival where I'm like preaching morning and night or broadcasting in the morning, preaching at night, laying hands on everybody, all of that. And I need a little extra umph. I usually don't touch them unless I'm doing that. Uh, because if I'm doing this with you twice a day and I'm home and we're writing or we're working or filming television, usually coffee and some juice, uh, and electrolytes and stuff is enough. So I usually don't do it unless I need extra, extra umph in a revival. Um, Jennifer says, what would you recommend for anyone that suffers from or with anemia? Um, I mean, I don't have any medical advice to give you, but I would just, you know, the Bible does say that one of the benefits of fasting is that your health springs forth speedily. Believe God for your healing as you're fasting and praying, and then, you know, do all the same things that we recommend in the books. And obviously you have instructions from your physician about how that affects your body. Um, but I, I don't have any like fasting advice for you or medical advice in that way. I would just believe God for your healing as you're as you're doing that. Bonnie Johnson, I've not battled nausea, vomiting, or on a liquid fast until today. Any tips on this? I mean, if this is your day four, I don't. I heard other people are, are uh, experiencing a little bit of that or nausea, but um, just keep pressing in. 
Make sure that you're not drinking anything liquid-like or, or broth-like that's upsetting your stomach. Um, don't overload yourself on sugar. That's a, a bad idea. And then just keep pressing in. Um, I, I definitely drink Zevia during the fast, Dave. I got one right here, and I'm going to have another one. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Veronica. Thank you. I've been really pressing in during the fast. How do I know when God is speaking to me directly or if it's my own thoughts? I always struggle with this. Um, what is it that the Lord is speaking to you? Always anything you get in your spirit, compare it to the word of God. Does it line up with God's word? Does it bring peace? Does it bring joy or does it bring anxiety and fear? If it brings anxiety and fear, it's not from the Lord. Does it line up with God's word? It's not from the Lord. Is it something about the future? Well, you'll see if it comes to pass. And then it was the Lord. But you can know, the Bible says that you can know that because the, the children of God are led by the Spirit of God, Romans 8, 14. So you can know the voice of the Lord. You have to train your human spirit to hear the Spirit of God. The Bible says, my sheep know my voice and a stranger's they will not follow. So press in, it'll help you. But just continue, peace, joy, yes. It's, it's, if, if it's fear and anxiety and you're worried about the future and you think, oh, God's, no, it's not God. Or if it's, dis, if it's, you know, contradicting God's word, it's not God. What do I think about body armor? I don't wear any, but I mean, I'm also not in dangerous situations a lot. I'm guessing that's a drink of some sort. Is it an energy drink? I don't know. Is it an energy drink? Body armor? I've never heard of it. Um, but if it's a drink, it's a drink. Absolutely, Shamara. Shamara. Sorry. Love you guys. All right, I'll take one more question, then we're going to pray. Who's got the last question? Next one that comes up is the one. Then we're praying. Tomorrow's going to be a great day, man. I'll be back with you at, uh, what's today? I mean, what day of the week is it? It's Friday today? Seriously. Man, I'll be back with you in the morning. Um, normal time, 10 a.m. I don't use creamer in my coffee, Fred. I use, um, I just use like heavy cream. I don't, I don't use any like flavored cream or anything like that. Fry yay. <laughs> Appreciate you too. Love you a lot. Robert, how's everyone's bathroom situations? <laughs> oh man. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy. Thank you for strength on our bodies. Thank you, Lord, that you are uh, doing in us what nobody else can do. Thank you, Lord, for uh, pouring out a fresh vision for this new year. We thank you that we're under open heavens in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for those that wrote in tonight. They have uh, miracles they're believing for. I command cancer to leave his father-in-law's body in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every cancer cell in Jesus' name. Loose your grip, let go. I take a death sentence off of his life. Be healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, every person that's battling, even those that are pressing in on the fast and they're battling nausea, they're throwing up, I pray you'd settle their stomach, give them strength to press in and to seek your face during this time of fasting and prayer. Lord, open our eyes in the spirit. Let us see what we've never seen in the wonderful name of Jesus. We thank you that you are going out ahead of us and removing every obstacle out of our path. We're getting ready to run with a new momentum this year like we never have. And this is going to be uh, the Lord's doing and marvelous in our eyes in Jesus' wonderful name. And so tonight we give you honor because your mercies are new. Tomorrow when we wake up, there'll be a new joy. There'll be a new peace. There'll be new strength. There'll be new mercies over our lives. And we thank you for that. I ask you, Lord, that before these 21 days come to an end, that you would answer our prayers and do what only you can do. Let every prayer request be shifted into a testimony, into a praise report by the power of the Spirit. And I thank you. You're the only one that's going to get the glory for these things. You're the only one that's going to get the praise. And so, Lord, we thank you now. We give you honor. We give you glory. There's none like you. Where there's none like you. I pray that you would give people tonight peaceful sleep, peaceful rest in the name of Jesus. Let it be the best 
sleep. And I pray as we're coming through this fast, whatever had hold of our bodies before this fast began, even if it was addictions to food, addictions to substances, let it be broken off in Jesus' name. Let it never come back again. Let this be a new start for your people. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you honor and glory and praise in Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.